Um, awesome. So I guess we'll start with El Dogo of the Week. Yeah. French Bulldogs. Frenchies. Which, honestly, <laughs> I just got to say real quick, I'm going to probably anger a lot of people there. <laughs> They're at the bottom of my my personal list. Same not a, as well, not a sadly. Huge fan. <laughs> they can be a little annoying. Yeah, they're not. They're a lot of people think, or I think a lot of times they get put in the same group as like a Boston Terrier. Mm-hmm. But I think I like Boston Terriers better. I do. No, I do. Boston. I don't know. They have better faces. I feel, yeah. but not to hate on them. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own preference. Yep. If you like smushed face dogs, <laughs> then. I don't know what to tell you, but good luck. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, overall, I mean, Frenchies, let's learn a little bit about them. So typically lifespan, uh, 10 to 12 years. Um, so pretty average, mm-hmm. generic. Um, Is that, that's common with like smaller breed yeah, dogs, right? Uh, smaller breed dogs can be anywhere between like 12 to 18. Okay. So. Yeah, because we got two that are like 16. And so I think I sent yeah. you a video. Yeah, they're just kind of They're just bones. living their best life in their little <laughs> they're kennels. Trying. Yeah. Um, they're small, compact, and adaptable um, dogs. You see a lot of people who have apartments with them because they're smaller, easier to handle. They typically are under 30 pounds if they're not overweight. So they're easy to carry and stuff like that. Um, they are kind of dense. They are they're, dense. They're a little nuggets. Very compact. Yeah. It just squished on to a so they are, flat face. They are dog. kind of resilient, I gotta say. Like They're resilient to a point. Yeah. They don't thrive in hot weather and they don't thrive in like lower end cold weather. I think maybe moderate weather would be best for them, but obviously people kinda have to, you know, wherever you live work. To the best of your ability, obviously, if it's hot out, take your dogs out for at dawn and dusk when it's cooler. And when it's cold out, bundle them up with uh, some sweaters and uh, little booties, you know. they Which probably I won't feel like is, it. like, part of the reason you get a Frenchie is almost to, like, <laughs> a little you dress know, up dog. dress it up and be cute. Uh, and I don't feel like I see Frenchies dress up as much as I do, like, Shih Tzus and Yorkies and... Um, Pomeranians, the, like the basic, the basic bitch dogs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Frenchies are just like a little extra, you know. Yeah. They're the edgy. But I mean, I see them at the dog park all the time. They can hold their own, even with like the big dogs. They're very you know? like feisty dogs. They yeah. they're pretty good. Um, a lot of them that I see at the like my work are very tolerable dogs. I mean, they hate their feet touch, which is normal like bulldog mentality. Don't touch my feet. Um, I've only met a few that want to kill me, um, and those were at the ER and at my old job, at my old, um, hospital. They were, like, a Hannibal Lecter mask, um, Lucy. The person that used to <laughs> live below us had one, oh, um, Jax, who has to wear a yeah. face, and, like, even I feel like from when they got him, but... You know, they got him and just kind of, he was an apartment dog. He's just in the house. He wasn't socialized, wasn't it? So anytime you'd see a dog, you would, like, go crazy. And I guess he attacked, like, her boyfriend. They got into a fight. He left. It was, like, this oh whole. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Frenchies. So um, even, it even goes to show you, though, like, like even a Frenchie who is not going to have the biggest bank of energy, you still have to, like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Get them out. I, that's you know? part of my thing right here. I'm like, even though they're, you know, moderate, they do well with less energy, they still need more. Men- you need, you ha- can't, um, you have to compensate for the lack of uh, physical physical stimulation with mental stimulation. So you got to be doing mental stimulation stuff with them, training, stuff like that. Um, so I said brachycephalic. Not a lot of people know what that means, but it's just like a, Short-faced, pushed-in face, breeds, um, shorter snout, uh, less f- space for f- actual features. So their teeth are all crammed together. Their nose is crammed together. Their eyes are big and bulgy because they're normal size eyes on a small dog. Um, they typically have wrinkles on their face. Um, not always because Cavalier, King Charles Spaniels, and even uh, St. Bernard's are kind of considered brachycephalic. Just a fun fact. Um 
I can see the King Charles. Yeah. What was the other one she said? Uh, St. Bernard's. So the big guys. Hmm. If you look up well-bred or AKC standard bred uh, St. Bernard's, you'll see that they do have kind of like a pushed-in face. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I've ever, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like I don't think I've seen like a silhouette of one. Oh, really? You know? Like, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I Picture can't put it. it to... You'll have to look it up after this. They're the real Julie boys, right? That do search and rescue. Oh, yeah. Julie like... boys living their best lives in the snow, you know. <laughs> uh, they are prone to a lot of health issues, so if you're looking to get into that breed, just be prepared for a lot of money to be spent, and I do recommend insurance before even getting the dog or before the first vet appointment before things become pre-existing. Mm-hmm. Those are one of the dogs I'm like get pet insurance. <laughs> um, so main things is they're prone to skin issues, which are usually relate to allergies. They're very allergy-prone dogs, environmental and food. They usually suffer from ear, eye, and GI tract and skin issues from allergies. Again, being brachycephalic, they have eye issues as well because they got the big bulgy eyes, so they're more prone to uh, juvenile cataracts, uh, cor- uh, corneal ulcers, so they scratch their eyes a lot. Um, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, they're <laughs> bulging out of their head. <laughs> yep, cherry eye. Um, so when the yeah. third eyelids kind of pop out. Um, uh, so I know the procedure on that is what you essentially do you cut. Do you remove a piece of that? You remove a eyelid? piece and then you tack it down. Okay. And then it can reoccur, right? It can. Even with surgery, it okay. it's not always 100%. Some back so in does, the olden is it days. The blood vessels just kind of rupture and it just bulges? Not. not it's, it's inflammation of the whole membrane. Okay. Um, back in the day, they used to just remove the whole eyelid, third eyelid, but it causes a lot of dry eye in the future. And you have to lubricate the eyes like three times a day. Um, so it's kind of like, do you leave the cherry eye in and, or do you try to tack it type situation? It just really depends. Uh, so always look into it before you, you know, jump right into surgery. That's not, cherry eye is not something you can like predict is going to happen to your dog, can you? It's not something you can predict I mean, 100% you can that, like, genetic prone. wise, like if that line is more prone to cherry eyes. Um, so obviously do your research when you're getting a Frenchie. This is super important for especially Frenchies because a lot of their issues are genetic. Another thing is called entropion. So pretty much when the eyelid rolls in on itself and it's causing um, ulcers or abrasions on the actual eye. Um, so you see this with a lot of... <clears throat> so would the eye become dry too since it's not... So not dry. They start overproducing tears. That's when you start to see a lot of tears staining down their face is because the eyelid is trying to compensate and lubricate itself because the skin and the fur is rubbing up against the actual eye. Um, There is surgery to correct that as well, uh, where they pretty much cut the eyelid. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Common in, like, Mastiff breeds, Great Danes, Frenchies, Bulldogs, any of the breeds that have, like, a wrinkle can be prone to it pretty much. Um, next thing is the respiratory issues. They get a lot of respiratory issues. Um, so the elongated palate where their palate is too long and it covers their trachea. So you hear a lot of, like, gurgling, gurgling reverbing, snoring, snorting. It's just them trying to breathe, um, especially when they're panting. Um, stenotic nares is another one where pretty much the – it's a lack of airway flow through the nostril. So they're pretty much like pushed together. Yeah, like breathing through a tiny <laughs> yeah, little, a little slit. Yeah. Um, so that can also be surgically corrected um, to improve airflow, not to 100% fix it, sadly, for all of that stuff. A lot of the stuff can be surgically fixed. Obviously, it'd be easier if you didn't have to go down that route by finding a responsible breeder, looking at their lines, looking at their dog's noses, see how they breathe, um, how their skin looks. Super important to look at all that. Uh, For their health testing, all they require is patella evaluation, so checking the, see if they have luxating patellas. Yep. Uh, Hip, so hips, making sure they don't have um, any hip issues. 
cardiac, so an echocardiogram of the heart, and then um, also eye checking, so um, evaluation of the eye to make sure they're not prone to any weird eye issues. Uh, and Sounds like you're going to be at the vet a lot. Yeah. That's why I said get pet insurance before you get them or even before the vet appointment because as soon as you go to the vet appointment and they have an issue, it's pre-existing and the insurance won't cover it. Or just be really wealthy. You know, start off as a billionaire and you end up as a millionaire with a Frenchie yeah. <laughs> type situation. Um, they're one of the dogs right now that are kind of fad, going into a fad designer phase where there's fluffies and uh, Isabella's and black and tan, like, so many different colors are coming out that aren't acceptable, AKC standard, and I think even other standards um, accepted. So there's only... Now, why why is that such a big deal if I want a cute Isabella Frenchie? Why is that such a big deal? Because they're breeding for color and not typically health. Um, That's the main thing. They're not breeding for good behavior or healthy behavior they're breeding for color um money they're getting they're going for the money that's a big thing money is people's end goal for the, the ones that are fad and you know so if you want the isabella you should continue to just fantasize about it and exactly get unless you want to buy into a very unhealthy dog that's, I mean, up to you, <laughs> obviously, as a person who's going to buy their your new dog. So mm-hmm. um, really the only... That's something a lot of people kind of don't think about. Think about is like, oh, the color of the dog means that it is unhealthy. Yeah. Or, or potentially unhealthy. Like, potentially. You know I, mean, I mean, I can't say every single dog, every single Isabella, right. seal, blue, merle, Frenchie is going to be unhealthy, but... Typically, the chances are much higher. Much higher are typically unhealthy because they're breeding for color and not for health and standard. And if that's the only corner you're cutting, (laughs) what other corners are being cut that you don't see? And like you're not when you get those dogs, they're not even like standardly built Frenchies. They always look off. They're not like the standard. Uh, The only acceptable standard colors for AKC is brindle, brindle and white, cream. Fawn, fawn and white, fawn brindle and white, and white. The only acceptable markings being white, black, black mask, piebald, which is like the spotting, um, and brindle. So you said, what were the coats? Brindle, and then what, white and brown? Uh, Brindle, brindle and white, cream, fawn, fawn and white. Like a light brown? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a light brown, um, and fawn, brindle, and white. Okay. All the other colors are not acceptable. Yeah, AKC Brindle too, standard. That's like a like boxery. Yeah. Like dark spotty. The not spotty, but stripes. Or, oh, the stripes. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. tigery stripes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think they look cool. Those are cool. Those. Yeah. Yeah. I like the stripe. I love brindle dogs. If you can tell, both my dogs are brindle. To uh, a, you can't see fables as much anymore because she's her fur is growing out. But yeah. Shiloh, you can still see his stripes. Yeah. Um, I have a. A favoritism towards Brindle, I guess. Uh, and then uh, for where to find responsible ones, obviously go to the AKC website, do your own research if they do the whole t- 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 testing <laughs> for these animals, for the testing that I mentioned. Uh, there's also a French Bulldog Club of America. It's been around since like 1980s, and they can point you in good directions. There's also, if you want to go through the rescue route, because I know not everyone wants to buy a puppy that or an older dog, that's totally fine. Um, keep in mind, if they're a rescue, they may be a rescue for a reason, so be prepared for medical issues, um, behavioral issues, such and so forth. Which a good rescue will be very upfront with yes. you, right? Yeah. Um, French Bulldog Rescue Network at frenchbulldogrescue.org is... Um, couple of good places you can try to find a Frenchie if you that's the breed you want to go with I'm only a little judging you but <laughs> if you want to go that route <laughs> um, so what would you rate their lifelong cost from Ugh. low average or high high high, high. Yeah. yeah either 
moderate to high, like the high end of moderate okay. to high. <laughs> yeah. um, daily time investment? Not much. I think very like easygoing dog can be a couch potato and be okay and not destroy your house. Um, so I say low um, time management. Again, still need to put time into your dog to get the good dog that you want. <laughs> now, on the opposite end, if you aren't a couch potato and you get a French bulldog, are you... Uh, Just be, keep in mind of their own their health issues. So they overheat easily. Um, you know, not all of them can go for two-mile runs straight. Um, take breaks, go slow. Uh, if you're If you're doing hiking, would you recommend some type of, like, pack to carry them if they get tired exactly yeah i recommend that for any small dog because you know one mile to us is probably like three miles to them they're Mm -hmm. they're walking twice as many steps three times as many steps as we are to keep up with us so they got four legs so they got four (laughs) legs but they're like this big (laughs) i know our dog we have two miniature dachshunds their legs were like an inch yeah like oh (laughs) yeah so bring a backpack or have something to be able to carry them in um you know, take it easy on, keep their, keep them in mind, you know, though they seem that they can keep going forever because that's the type of personality they are, they cannot. (laughs) And they can, I see a lot of overheat Frenchies at the ER because they just kept playing ball and the dog just wanted to keep playing and, you know. Yep. Just overdo it. Yeah. Uh, As far as trainability, is it moderate? Easy to train them? I think they're pretty moderate. moderate. A lot of times they're pretty food motivated. Okay. Um, so they're not like super stubborn necessarily. No. Okay. And obviously, health issues is probably going to be on the high side. High side, yeah. Where they're higher frequent. than yeah, they're frequent flyers. A lot of animals. I I see a lot of them too with back issues, and that wasn't something that meant was mentioned in like any of my research, but I see a lot from jumping off of jumping off tall. of stuff. Um, going too hard with another dog you know they just go down in the hinds uh where they get like loss of use of the back end so i i see that a lot and there i see a lot of them get seizures too so they're not like a healthy breed but (laughs) if you want to risk it and spend a lot of money be prepared (laughs) see for me like when i want to get a dog yeah of course i want a healthy dog because i'm buying some i didn't want to get bailey and then two years down the road up she's got something that's gonna kill her or whatever you know she's gonna live a crappy life for you know like i I want her to be healthy forever for a long time yeah so yeah i just don't personally that's a that's a hard pass for me for owning Uh, same as me i'm not a big fan of brachycephalic breeds You can see my dogs are complete opposites. Yep. Um, no, I enjoy them. Like, if I'm at the park, you know, they can be cute. They can yeah. be playful. They have a I good personality. Them. I yeah. will say they have a good personality 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. Other 10, 20% of the time, they're trying to kill me. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had one at the ER. It came in because it wasn't feeling well and it ate something. So, we had to make her vomit. But the owner's like, you can't go near her because she'll lunge at you and she's unpredictable. You can't let go near other dogs because she'll try to kill them. And she will resource guard her vomit. So after she vomit, I had to like yank her away on her leash while I'm like trying to go through to see if she vomited. And she's like lunging at me. Oh my gosh. Little demon. I know. She grabbed my <laughs> pant leg. I was like, it's over. I'm going to die. Yeah. Grab my pant leg. <laughs> I'm like all... 20 pounds of you, you know, yeah. you're going to kill me. <laughs> oh, I love little dogs like that. Uh, I just think they're such like... They think they're big, tough Napoleon guys. complexes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon complexes. Cats, which we're going to talk about today. Have yeah, Napoleon complexes. I know. We don't just talk about dogs. Nope. Nope. So today is... Everything gets love. <laughs> some kitties. Um, we're going to be talking a little about um, indoor versus outdoor cats and what to expect and what you should be doing with your cat um obviously we love your if you have a cat i'm assuming you love them because usually cat people are crazy cat people you know right. yeah yeah i don't know really any i don't know many pet owners who like get a pet and like don't like it 
mm-hmm. hate it, whatever. You know, I feel like if you're getting a pet, you're yeah. getting it because you want like a companion. Exactly. I mean, obviously, there's exceptions out there. There's weird, always weird, exceptions, weird and people, you know, but. even like. <sighs> I'm going to start off strong here and say if you let your cat outside, you're not really caring for that cat. Yeah, and you don't really want it, you was, know. Yeah. I'm going to start off strong and say that. I'm going to be a hater right, real quick. Um, I am not against, or I am not for outdoor cats. Um, Same, yeah. I am for indoor cats only, um, with the exception of, you know, taking your cat out on a leash you know, walking them, giving them that mental stimulation. Um, Catios are a really good option. Um, If you have a cat that's like, it has to go outside, it's desperate to go outside, it's trying to escape, it won't live inside, you know, a catio is a good option. People set up their porches. Um, Some people even set, like, a window in their house that is, like, attached to the side. Um, You just open the window and it's a big catio, which is a a cat enclosure. I'll put a picture of my... Lucas's moms have a catio, so I'll snag a picture. And they're really cool. I actually really like those. I think that's a really good idea, even for just, like, indoor cats that aren't desperate to go outside. Um, It's just good mental stimulation, exercise, you know, fresh air. Um, So I'm not against cats going outside. I'm against them being indoor-outdoor without supervision uh, because that can lead to a lot of issues. Uh, cats were domesticated like 12,000 something years ago from wild cats in like Egypt type area out east. Um, they've become a very common household member, um, beating out dogs. Even um, they beat out strays tenfold. Cat, There's like two, three cats to one, every one dog that's Is a stray. That yep. Um just because there's so, they repre- reproduce so quick. And as soon as a female gives birth, she goes right back into heat. So she can get pregnant while still nursing. So they reproduce really quickly. Um. Yeah, it's not a big, <coughs> big issue me. like in like Italy and stuff. Like, yeah. There's just like cats everywhere. Yeah, there's cats everywhere. And how do you even, what do you even do about that? Can you fix that? So I was going to bring this up later, but uh, there are places that allow hunting of cats. So when you have an outdoor cat, that's something to keep in mind. Um, well, when and there's this, that many, it's almost like an invasive species. They are. Like, they are an invasive species to everywhere except for where they were. Ven- they're, not, they're not even native there anymore because we domesticated them. Yeah. They're an invasive species, and they do horrible, horrible things to the ecosystem. And places like Australia promote hunting cats. In the U.S., um, if the cat does not have a collar on and is on your property, it's people's legal right to shoot them. So is if you have the a same for a dog, I'm not sure dogs, but that's interesting though. I'm assuming they probably would. Wow. Um, Wild. Yeah, it's it's something to think about. So if you're letting your cat outside and it doesn't have a collar on, mm-hmm. and there are and people out there that'll pull out a BB gun or oh, even yeah. a real and. Yeah, so uh, let me start listening to all my, listening all my way listing listing <laughs> listing listing. There we go. Words, man. Um, they are hard. I don't know how I passed English. Jeez, my English teacher didn't like me. So in high school, so <laughs> explains a lot. My right. stutter and no you know. one liked me in high school. So <laughs> Same boat. So all right. So, cats are gross. Yeah. Their urine smells horrendous. Their feces smell horrendous. Not only does their urine smell horrendous, if you're pregnant, can you not clean the litter box? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's that toxic. Exactly. <laughs> like. um, and it's an outdoor cat, and it comes into your yard, and you have a sandbox for your child. Mm-hmm. Where do you think the cat's going to go to the bathroom? And then where's that kid going to go play and put sand in his mouth, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry. No. Completely irrelevant thought. I just... Is that how they became genetically sort of built to to be litter box trained? Is because sand in Egypt? Egypt? Maybe. I didn't even think about that, but 
that might be it. You know, loose soil and you sand know. out there. Maybe. Because they bury it. They, they bury it, exactly. Huh. So. That's interesting. Well, I wonder if that. It, that's a good. I'll look into that. Yeah. That's a good idea. Theory. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So that's disgusting. And people freak out when you take your leash dog on a walk and it poops and you pick it up. People still freak out about that because it pooped in and their yard. my lawn. I know. Oh, my God. But people let, let cats out all willy-nilly and they can't do much. And when they let them out, too, I know it's from a good place. Yeah. Like, I know Not the, a lot of people the are argument. Aren't. What's the argument? That it's their natural. Yeah. I'm letting it do its natural thing. Except it's not natural because they're invasive. Yeah. And they're domesticated. <laughs> if it was natural, they'd be in, like, Egypt. Right. Doing it, hunting things there mm-hmm. where they're natural. It's not natural. Cats are not natural in the native environment that we are in. The United States. <laughs> Italy. Or other countries. Like, literally, Australia, I think they didn't even have small cats there. Would it like wild be cats. where you just see big cats would be where they're native? I don't think so. Even big cats. They have smaller versions, like servals. They're still considered large cats. But I don't think there's anything smaller because they probably killed them off. Mm. Or, you know, just how they do things to our environment that... Yeah. They just kill things off just for fun and I play know. with it. Um, that's one of my big causes is or big reasons to not let your pet out or cat out is because they're killing a lot of native animals, especially birds, which a lot of bird species have gone extinct because of and are gone near threatened or near critical, like all that stuff. It's the, And they do it for fun. They're not mm-hmm. doing it to kill it because right. they come home. And they eat their little kitty chow. (laughs) (laughs) And overall, it's just, like, not healthy for the environment. That's one of the big things, big arguments for me is they're not natural. They're not native. They're not doing things that they're meant to do because they're not natural in the environment. I wonder if uh, it's a similar, like, mindset to the old school. You know how people used to just let their dogs out? Exactly, and that's why... But at least that's changed. That's that's kind of reeled in. And And people aren't doing it the same for cats, and it sucks. Um, Indoor cats tend to live longer, so if you want your cat to be with you longer, why wouldn't you want to keep it indoors with you where it's safe? Um, Yeah, what's the point of getting a cat if you're going to bring it home and just let it out? I know. That's the part. I don't. You see it, what, twice a day? Yeah. I'm not connecting the pieces there. Yeah, um, they're less likely to be hit by a car or automotive vehicle. So uh, a lot of cats I've seen have never survived being hit by a car. So usually when they come into the ER, they're like on their way out or already dead. I've never seen a cat survive a hit, hit by a car. I, or even worse is when you walk out and you find it in your driveway. Yeah. Or like not in the driveway, crawled but in the street. Crawled its way home. Yeah, it crawled its way home or right in the front of the street where it's smushed and your child has to see that. And you got to take a shovel and scrape it off the gravel. I don't think that's really, like, I don't know what the word I want to use. I just don't like it. It's just crappy. Um, and you get no accountability, too. Like, if it went into your neighbor's house, let's say your neighbor's got chickens in their yard, it kills their chickens. Like, yeah. You know, there's no accountability on your end. That person's out chickens. Yeah. You know, there's, like, yeah. So and that's scenarios. a good way where someone's going to take a BB gun and start shooting your cat. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to protect their own animals. Um, so you start to believe go- it or not, even people in Hingham, yeah, like Frankie's mom, she's got chickens. She's yeah. got neighbors that live real close. You know, you don't have to live in Idaho. To- yeah, when I have um, birds in my aviary, there was a stray cat that kept, like, coming up to my aviary. So I posted it on Facebook. I'm like, hey, there's a cat outside, I'm going to call animal control. If this is your cat, please let me know. And someone, like, two streets down commented, she's like, my cat. I'm like, okay, I'm coming to bring you your cat. Mm-hmm. Please keep it inside. What, and I brought what her, does animal control do in that? I mean, they make sure they find them for not being up to date to rabi- on rabies because usually cats aren't. A lot of people don't bring their cats to the vet, surprisingly. That's scary to yeah. think about. Yeah. And um, I'm like... So I brought the lady her cat, and I'm like, hey, I have an aviary of birds. 
and I have dogs in the yard. So I won't always be there to see if your cat is in my yard with my dogs who will kill cats. And they're they're crafty. They can get over things, under things. Oh, yeah. Through tight things. And, like, if they get to my birds, we're going to have an issue. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, the cat has, like, a head tilt, and, like, it's probably, like, 12. But I'm like, it's not okay. (laughs) If it has a head tilt, it's not going to be able to escape my borzoi who are driven by animals, like, they're they're sight hounds, so they're stimulated by... The prey. The running. Mm -hmm. So even though I trust them 110% inside with my cats... Well, they must go nuts when a squirrel's out back. Oh, yeah. Let us out! (laughs) Squirrel, rabbits, anything. But an outdoor cat, I would not trust him with. Even though Shiloh loves cats, he will lick their faces, he tries to lay down with them, and they're like, get away from me. Um... He will go after an outdoor cat, and I've seen him do it, too. So I'm like, sorry. <laughs> sorry to your cat. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I'm like, I, I'm going to feel bad, but it's ultimately your fault because the dog's on my property and your cat's on my property. So um, less likely of them chance being poisoned, either accidentally or on purpose, because we have people in the world that will do that. Um, usually rat poison, antifreeze, Hi. Hi, Hi, good girl. You want to go potty? Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> and there's toxic plants that people plant, like lilies. Mm-hmm. That's toxic to your cat, and cats are stupid in that. They don't know better. Yeah, they don't. Eat it. I, I want to say cats are smart because they typically are smart, but I don't know. They like to eat plants, and typically will eat the plants that are the worst Which for them. Which is interesting considering they're obligate carnivores. Like I said, they... They do chew on things, and they will eat other things, but the obligation to meat is essential for their diet. So even though they may chew on things, they need that that meat, the protein. Um, reduced risk of diseases that are potentially fatal to cats, so FIP, where the body attacks itself, um, leukemia, rabies, obviously, um, all those are fatal, so less likely of a chance to get that, especially if it's not going around other cats, um, other rabid animals, um, less likely of a chance of injury or death from another animal. So predators such as coyotes, dogs, even other cats, you know. Large birds. Large bird. I So I hate that because 99% of the time, it's not actually a large bird that's grabbing an animal and people are like, they try to fly away with oh, it. Really? No. no, it's usually a coyote. Oh, or okay. a dog, yeah. or it's it's so many other things. So very rarely is it a bird of prey. Mm-hmm. Um, it have to be a big bird to yeah. So get some red-tailed hawks can't lift rabbits off the ground. Cats typically weigh more than rabbits, and if they can get off the ground, it's usually like low. So very yeah, rarely an eagle or something. And eagles eat fish. They scavenge. They're gonna pick up the carcass on the side of the road before they're gonna go hunt. Um, they're lazy, huh? Bald eagles are literally yeah. so lazy. <laughs> they hang out by, you know, places where there's fish and, you know, mm. get the scraps from fishermen. You see the, all those videos in Alaska where they're, like, everywhere. Yeah. And they're just waiting for the fishermen to throw, like, the, the pieces, the byproducts mm. of the fish. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> smart, I guess. It is. They they're are. They've adapted, hard. you know. Um Reduced risk of parasites, so fleas, obviously gross, uh, ticks, uh, a lot of worms out there, hookworm, roundworm, tapeworm, uh, heartworm, it, which is from mosquitoes. Can, can those worms be transmitted to us? Like, we can get tapeworms. We can get, yeah, we can get the worms, so not like, heartworms, but the other worms, so, yeah, so roundworms. kissing you, you're kissing them, or does it, like... I think it's, like, litter box, okay. mostly transferred from litter box, because that's where the eggs are shed. In the feces, so another animal picks them up and, you know. Um, but heartworm is almost always fatal in cats. I, I don't know the whole reason why, because I don't know as much uh, on heartworm on cats, because typically they die before they come in. Um, and I don't think the treatment works on them. So I don't know 100% on that, but usually whenever they get heartworm, they die. <laughs> Yeah, so keep your cat up on flea tick heartworm disease uh, prevention. Uh, so revolution, 
Soresto collars, even though I don't like the collars, though, much because they can get caught and they can hang themselves. Yeah, so, we've got, like, ones that are break, break away. away. Or Those are good. Yeah. Um, controlling food consumption. So this is especially important in cats that have, like, renal disease, diabetes, so you're trying to manage it. Oh, they love to eat. Oh, yeah. They oh, love yeah. to eat, and they like to eat stuff that they can't have, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, the amount of times like a cardboard box in my house will have these little. I'm like, what the heck are all these holes? Oh, the cat was trying <laughs> to get in here. Oh man, you know. And then, um, obviously, I mentioned this before, but abuse by a person. So there's crazy people out there that will pick up your cat, or you see them buy them off of Facebook, and you know they want the kittens, and you never see that cat again. Uh, people hit them on purpose with their car hit them with sticks, rocks, you know, it's a really crappy, you know, people are crappy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, was it TikTok? Uh, I think it was TikTok. Yeah, I'll have to. But te- this teenager on TikTok, and I'm just paraphrasing because I don't know if this is true or false without digging into this. I'll have to dig into this I'll and pick your mind later, but... Teenager on TikTok shared videos for skinning and killing cats and dogs. Um, oh, no, it was Omegle. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, same same type of thing. But, like, this crazy, finally they caught her and, like, just... But, like, yeah, there's some straight up, like, crazy... But there's crazy like, people. Like, you, you never know. So, yeah, if you let your dog, your cat out... Just yeah. be like, think People, about it. Wild getting, animals, yeah, cars. It's like they every, may be getting, everything's out to kill it. Exactly <laughs> because it's out to kill everything. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like you. I know people do it with like good intentions, or they're not knowledgeable enough. But being outside is so much worse than being a little less stimulated indoors. Because you're, you're risking. So, you're sounding like a snowflake now. No, I'm such a snowflake. God. Uh, can't even go outside anymore? No, you can't go outside. You got to stay inside <laughs> in your room in a little bubble. Yeah. But I, 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 like I said, there are smart ways to let your cat outside enjoy the outdoors, but mm. you got to gotta do it smart. Cat strollers are cool. Cat strollers, yeah. Some cats, you know, when they're done walking, stick them in a stroller and start, you know, walking yourself, you know. <laughs> and I, it, cats are pretty smart animals and they are very trainable. I don't know if you've ever seen videos of people training their cat to sit. My own cats, I knew sit and up like our bed kind of for treats. Um, it took me a while and it takes a lot of patience and takes a lot of reward, but they are trainable animals. And even though that you, you're supposed to bow down to them because they're cats, they're God. <laughs> um, you can still kind of bend their will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like masters of manipulation. Exactly. Um, another thing to think about is weather. Obviously, your cat gets out and it gets spooked by something, so it can't doesn't come right to the door, and it happens to be below freezing that night. Your cat is probably going to freeze to death. Or if it's hot out, like in the hundreds, it could overheat and die. Like it's, it's very easy for these. They're very susceptible. Um. Weather is spontaneous, so you can't always predict it. Thunderstorms where your cat can drown somewhere, you know. It's not a great situation, and they're typically scared. Like, do you want to put your pet outside and think of the situations that they could be in and be at risk for just for that few little moments of, you know, mental stimulation that they're getting and destroying the ecosystem that they're doing, you know? (laughs) doesn't make sense. What about, like, barn cats? So I'm... Against barn cats because they're still killing native wildlife. Regardless if they're doing a job of killing rats and mice, which they are doing, they're also killing other things. You can't train a cat not to kill certain animals. They're going to tra- kill, kill, kill. kill. Yes, yeah. especially when they're barn cats. You just let them outside and you let them do what they want and you just throw food to them and water and you're like, they'll be fine. Um, I'm not a big fan of trap neuter releases because you're trapping a feral animal, neutering and sparing, which is good because they're not reproducing, but you're releasing it back. So it's still spreading diseases. It's still at risk for all those things that we mentioned before. And then there's like, there's no like reliability for it. So, so then how would you solve 
situation like in Italy where like you go to the Coliseum and yeah, thousands of cats. <laughs> and there's cat colonies out there too. People that feed cat colonies. I think crazy. that's crazy to me. And I'm like, you're literally contributing to the spread of diseases that they all have are going to give to each other. So feline mm-hmm. distemper, feline leukemia. It's going to wipe them out. You're, it's going to kill out. They're going to kill out the unhealthy ones. They must so be new so ones can inbred, come in. No? They're inbred. Um, it's, it's gross. I think so, it's gross. Well, I want an answer from you. Oh. How, how are you going to fix that? Huh? <laughs> so, so if you're against capturing, let's say you could capture them all, tag them, fix them and re-release them. You wouldn't do that if, if you could in like Italy. No, I support humane euthanasia for feral cats that cannot be with people. So so what you're saying is we should ride around, collect them all, and kill them all? Oh, humane euthanasia. So it's done humanely. They don't feel pain. I don't think it's right to leave a colony of cats and still can contribute to destroying the ecosystem, to spreading diseases, to, you know, they're not catching these cats and vaccinating them every year. Like, they're not catching every single cat and spaying and neutering it. And people are like, well, if you take them out of the environment, more will come in. And I'm like, more will come in so you can continue the process. So I do support for the ones that cannot be homed or rehabbed or um, put into rescues, humane euthanasia. Because in the long run, it does stop the suffering of those cats. I know it's like a big thing. Imagine if there's that many. That they have to... Resort. They, there's scarce, hunters. They pe- Australia pays hunters to go hunt these cats. Because what happens in the wild? All right, if you get you know you get huge, you in numbers, right? Your food source starts to dwindle, and then don't you start to dwindle, right? Exactly. So I imagine those cats are. I mean, there's doing, no way that there's enough natural food. Exactly for the amount of cats. And a lot of them are suffering. You like you go pick up a mangy stray that has all these diseases, is does not like people. The most humane thing you can do is humanely euthanize for them. Obviously, you can't force a cat that you know cannot uh, is so fearful that it cannot be with people. Like cats will can hurt people. Well, they're. They're I've vicious. seen plenty of like videos of, especially at like the vets. Like, oh yeah, they're open crazy that at the vets. Cage and that thing comes off, shooting out, out like yeah. a demon. And that's people's indoor cats too. Right. Like it's a lot of time indoor cats. It's not mm-hmm. outdoor cats. Um, Who are probably the indoor ones are probably a bit more tame, I'd imagine, right? Exactly, but I I just don't see how in the long run it will help with anything if we keep releasing them mm-hmm. and just spaying and neutering them i think in the long run the end goal is to humanely euthanize them again there's a lot of countries that pay people to hunt them and that's shooting them and i don't think that's humane because they're bleeding out mm-hmm. um i think they deserve humane treatment regardless and I, wonder, I love cats, and I hate. Yeah. I, people are gonna be like, "You hate cats. You don't like them." I'm like, "No, I love I cats." What that like realistically looks like. Like say, like, all right, we we're making a plan. We're gonna like you know get rid of them from like the Coliseum. We've found there's there's gonna be activists to stop thousand, you. And yeah, there's always like, be so many people like we have to save them. We have to feed them. You know, that must that would and I understand cost a lot. That'd be it. Probably does. Yeah. I understand both sides of it, but I think the only logical plan is humane euthanasia. From my standpoint, at least. Obviously, everyone else is going to have their own standpoint, their own opinion, and that's fine. Well, it makes sense. We're here to discuss things, so that's my opinion on how it should be handled for, again, cats who cannot be rehomed, be in rescues, there's barn cat programs, which I'm not a fan of, but people will do. Like, some don't even do well in those. Yeah, because there's a, like you said, what, a two to 
two to one ratio, three to one ratio. It's pretty high. To, so I'm just just thinking about that number and how many like dogs struggle to find homes. Exactly. I can't imagine that 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 number must be so high for cats. Uh, especially, I don't know. Like, I feel like I don't know. I feel like cats. Cats. There are six cats to... Don't say to one dog. One dog. Holy shit. Six to one? Mm-hmm. Or eight to four. It, it like, wow. the ratio fluctuates. That's crazy. So if you get a shelter with, like, ten dogs, that's, like, 60 cats. Exactly. <sighs> and who has room for all 60 cats? Wow. And if they, like you say, they have babies so quick they can just populate so fast exactly oh my god yeah i feel like when you when at least for me when i'm going to get a cat i don't know i've always enjoyed getting a kitten uh Mm -hmm. but i feel like i don't even know how to like put this in words um feel a little guilty no like yeah like i see all the older cats Mm mm-hmm one of my cats, or I say one of mine, but they've passed now because it's been so long. But um, one of my cats um, was a surrender, so we took him. And then my other one was a kitten with glaucoma. Okay. So yeah. two rescues, but. Well, now that I think about it, we did rescue both of our cats. But, <laughs> like, or, so, like, I guess maybe the the prospect of, like, shopping for a cat versus, like, shopping for a dog. The thing is, is there are responsible cat breeders, just like dogs, that do proper testing and have good health lines. So if same thing with dogs. If you're looking to buy a cat, get one that does testing, you know, might even show their cats because there's cat shows or, like I said, crazy cat people. I I can't even imagine the smell of intact male cat. I just, they smell so bad. But to each their own, to each their own, if you're a crazy cat lover. (laughs) And cat breeder and a cattery, you know, teach their own. Just make sure you do it responsibly if you're going to buy a cat from a, a breeder. Yeah, I guess that that's sort of, you put it in words, what I couldn't really figure out is like, yeah, when whenever I've gone, because, yeah, we've always rescued our cats. But, when I've but always they were gone typically in, kins. Yeah. You them, yeah. And when, you, when I go in, I always feel like, oh, I don't know, they, everything's probably like unhealthy and like, I don't know what I'm getting. Yeah. Like, whereas with dogs, obviously, yeah, there are other... So, interesting, there are breeders that... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an interesting concept. Cat it is. breeder. Only because I'm so used to just... There's so many of them. You ever got to go get a stray. Yeah, got to get the mainstream, Maine Coon, you know, mainstream Egyptian Mal. <laughs> yeah. My... Or Sam's cousins have two hairless cats that are... Sphinx. It's... Jess said that Bar Club has one, too. Yeah. They're cool. I like them, but the butts are a little... (laughs) Just crusty butt in your face. I just feel like they get fat. I always see fat ones when Mm. they get older. Like, they come in, like, good, and then they just get fat. And I'm like, they just look gross. Yeah. When your legs tuck in under your fat, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um... I think it was the first cat we I had as a child, Sam. He was crazy. He would like chase my sister up the stairs, like attack her <laughs> ankles. He was nuts. So my parents had or my mom had him declawed. Um now Ooh. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was like eight years old. Yeah. I don't even back then it was acceptable, but now yeah. it's inhumane. Yeah, are you guys like not doing that procedure? It's anymore? illegal. Okay. Yeah. And I would never, if you want a cat, but you wanted a claw, don't get a cat. If you don't want your furniture scratched, don't get a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, so what is that process to cut? You're off literally taking it off like the, the tip. Tip of its finger, tip right? Tip of its finger, and it causes a lot of balance issues. It causes arthritis in the feet, and it can cause urinary issues. So I mentioned my cat earlier that we rescued that was older, Um he was declawed in his 
front paws, but not his hind paws. He had. How does that mess with urinary? It it's paws? it's weird. Huh. I I don't know cats the are whole freaking con- weird. Cats are weird. I don't understand the whole concept of it, but from the research I've done, usually it usually the clawed cats have like they won't pee in a litter box; they'll pee out of the litter box. And he did that. He peed out of the litter box. He would revenge pee because he was stressed. He had a lot of stress because he probably was felt painful from the arthritis in his feet. I mean, he's walking on nubs. At he's that he's literally out. walking on, you know, his bone. It'd be like if we, yeah, cut off all, our, all of our, it's basically cutting off my finger so that That's past like, the fingertip. Exactly. The little so that the nail the can't grow right there. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's crazy, and it's done wrong a lot too, where you'll still have a partial like nail growth and it's mm. messed up and Ugh. it's inhumane if you don't if you don't want stuff to be scratched and you don't want to you know cats are crazy to begin with you know they're playful and they chase people just like dogs chase people and play you know they they just have retractable claws and they use them because mm. they're predators. If you don't want it to be scratched or your furniture to be scratched, don't get a cat. cat, Yeah, get a fish. (laughs) Get a fish. Get a rock. When I worked at, uh, or worked on location at Boston University at the dental school, um, like, I mean, I was fixing or looking sometimes at, like, the x-ray machines, like, and there were a few times where, hey, we've got a patient in the chair. We're in the middle of doing, like, extractions. The x-ray machine's not working. And, like, all right, I'll run over, you know, mask, gloves, you know, obviously because I don't want to get anything, you know. And you, like, you know, walk in to, like, take a look at the, why isn't the computer talking to the x-ray machine? And it's, like, there's this guy with his mouth open. There's, like, eight teeth on the tray. There's all this blood and napkins. And I'm just picturing that and how, like, eh, it was for me. Like, whatever. He's fine. He's just getting his teeth. But to think then of that same thing, but it's all these little cat toes with the nails instead of teeth on, like, the metal tray. That's so sad. It is sad. Ugh. What a horrible picture. It's not a know? nice picture. And we we have people that call every once in a while like, oh, do you do claw cats? And we're like, nope. Yeah. They're like, can you recommend someone? I'm like, nope. Yeah. So after he got the claw, I just remember he just like would bite like a mother after that. Uh, yeah. He would just bite everything. They have no defense. It's their only yeah. defense, you know. And especially if you let a declawed cat outside. That's cruel. How do you expect it to defend itself? Mm-hmm. Like... When a coyote is biting down on its head, it only has its claws to defend itself. So if you declaw it, it's a death sentence. You're taking away, yeah. Um, you ever hear a cat fight? Oh, yeah. It's oh, horrible. The worst. Ever hear a cat try to kill a person? <laughs> no. Also the worst. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Uh. Yeah. Hi, babies. Bailey's got to come say hello. Hi. Hi. You got to come <laughs> Huh? No, no we're not. St- that's Odin and Eden Marie's food, not your food. I right, go see Mama, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, see, like that's something that you don't get with a cat. No. Right? Like even when you come home, they might greet you. Sometimes my guys will greet me, but half the time I wonder if it's like more of like, "Hey, you gonna get us some food?" food. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Oh, a cat wheel. That was something I was gonna mention. There are cat oh. wheels. Exercise. For indoor cats, mm-hmm. um, for stimulation. I was going to mention st- stimulation for hamster cats. Hamster wheel. It's a giant hamster <laughs> wheel almost, and cats use it too. Um, cat trees, uh, cat hideouts. The wall stairs are cool, mm-hmm. um, good for their mental stimulation. Be running up and down and jumping, and um, there's also toys and stuff like that. Do you that, feel about a laser pointer? I don't like laser pointers. Just from my experience with dogs, that they can be they, obsessive. They get nuts. Like even with like a reflection, you can the light you just break a dog. Bailey's, like sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Thought it was cute, and then found out, and now like I did the same thing. She'll, yeah, you know, I did the same but thing. No, she knows Bailey no lights. And, and she knows my grandmother no. did the same thing with her German Shepherd. Now whenever she sees like a reflection from the phone on oh, the yeah. ceiling or Gotta any flash, she she just breaks like German Shepherd mode and she's just like mm-hmm. on just it. Focused, yeah. 
and she she cries, she whines, like she goes. It, they literally go crazy. Yeah. I don't know the whole you know difference between cats if they can differentiate it or not. I'm assuming not because when do cat, cats do get you know like focused on it? I don't know if it's the same way. They're not as vocal, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think dogs get frustrated if they can't smell it, feel it. Yeah. It's just, like, frustrating. I think it's <laughs> just safer to avoid laser pointers. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of other toys and stimulating stuff that you can feather. do for cats. You, need a f- you just get a <laughs> feather, and they're happy as can be. Feather yeah. and a string. <laughs> you literally, I'm like, and just run around your house, let your cat yeah. chase you. It's fine. It's <laughs> fun. It's fun, too. Like, cats... Cats. Take your cat for a walk. I think a lot of people look at cats and just sort of make a blanket assumption of like, eh, you get a cat and, and it just lives in your house. You can't do anything with it. They're not fun. They just sleep all day. Which, by the way, dogs sleep more than cats. <laughs> I can attest to that, one hundred percent. Um, but no, yeah, you can totally have fun. Like they're. Like, even uh, Louie, who's the younger of our two cats, I think he's, like, six, maybe. Mm-hmm. He's still super playful. Yeah. Like, especially at two in the morning. <laughs> you'll hear him running around, bouncing Crack off the head walls. Hour. Oh, my God. Catnip, too. That's real funny. Yeah. I love cats on catnip. They're funny. Um. Anything else? Yes. Yeah, I feel like thing. this is a good, like intro to us talking about like cats and like other yeah you know like other animals because it's something we haven't really done Mm -hmm. a whole lot of yeah it's Um, been mainly dog 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 yeah which i'm fine with because i love dogs um do you think we'll play that old uh let's see here our cats to lions as dogs are to like wolves or or I guess other big uh, cats, like large cats. So they didn't. Like, what are cats descendants of? I guess wild cats, which are literally the same thing. Okay. So they didn't evolve from wolves. They didn't, or lions, or cheetahs, or panthers, or anything. They evolved from already cats, but they were wild cats. Same thing. I keep saying wildcats as a broad statement because I don't know. It's like Felis. The scientific name is long in Italian, and I'm like, uh, I don't know how to say this. Um, let me see if I can look it up real quick. Cats evolved. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, yeah, I feel like, I mean, I know dog. Yeah, dogs, they came from, like, wol- like dogs didn't come from coyotes, right? No. Wolves. Felis Silvestris. Libica. I probably butchered that, <laughs> but it's just a um, wildcats that originated in the Fertile Crescent near East Neolithic period in ancient Egypt. What year? Twelve thousand years ago. <sighs> Twelve thousand years ago. So they've been domesticated all that time. So when you let your cat out and let it wander. You're setting your cat up for a failure because it is not a wild cat. Mm. It is a domesticated animal. Wait, we domesticated them 12,000 years ago? Yes. Okay, yeah. They, they, we domesticate, we didn't, domestication took over that process, but they evolved from wild cats, if that makes sense. So we took some wild cats and Mm -hmm. we worked on them for a couple thousand years and they evolved to be different species and stuff like that. We're so weird. We are weird. <laughs> We're a weird species. But is that really, is 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 this any, re- all right. Just I'm so. trying to make a weird <laughs> analogy. Sorry, I'm just trying to put all the pieces of the puzzle in my head together real quick. So like, what is it? Symbiotic relationship, right? Where, Where like, they work together. Yeah. So like, for me, it's a symbiotic relationship forgetting Bailey because it's like, all right, she's making my life better, right? Mentally, everything, not physically. Um, Is that akin to like, you know how like, I don't know, don't like hippos have birds or alligators have birds that hang out on them and yep. like clean their... Yeah, so it's it's considered parasita- parasitism. So they're parasites. Um, 
doesn't mean they're exactly like little bugs or anything, yeah. but uh, a symbiotic relationship between um, that cattle, bird, egret, usually it's an egret, cattle egret, sitting on the back of the crocodile picking the bugs off. The crocodile doesn't eat the bird because it's getting something out of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And the bird's getting food. Is there anything, do you think, emotional there that's similar to like how we get companion pets? I know that the alligator's not saying, hey, this bird is my pet. I know that's not how they think. Yeah. But do you think that's I think they understand the concept that I feel less itchy or less um, like a bug load. Yeah. And it's obviously not a threat. Like, yeah. It's not a threat. I feel better when it's, I think it's a, like a, acknowledgement almost what part of the brain makes us say like all right we want that because it's cute not necessarily because it's a funk well see again so there is a function there there is a function there right exactly it's cleaning the alligator but we get the cat because it makes us feel better is that not a a similar function i think it cheers me up (laughs) again we got i think we started to domesticate the cats because the rodent problem Mm. so rats and mice so we got them for a working thing and that's when they started getting popular and shipped all over the world and certain breeds were created and focused on yeah so they were super like not secluded or like isolated to like one that one like region Mm -mm. like of egypt i don't think so i think it there's probably versions that we've also taken and not necessarily just that one specific location or geographically that one you know state or country whatever (laughs) i'm not geographically (laughs) i'm sure i'm what i lack in geographic (laughs) knowledge i make up an animal knowledge okay um so from that area Mm -hmm. i think other areas also had like a similar version of some type of wildcat that they've taken and worked with on their own um but the main one that started all probably being that location. So wild. 12,000 years ago. I know it's weird to think that we existed and what we did back then. Yeah, to think like someone running like some cat clinic. It's like <laughs> someone might have been doing that 12,000 years ago. Like <laughs> I feel like it was more like cat is sick. Yeah. Eat cat. <laughs> yeah. We survive. Get new cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so there's no relation, yeah, between like a house cat and like a saber. I mean, not that there's no relation, but they're not yeah. like direct descendants of like a saber tooth no. tiger. They're not direct descendants. They didn't evolve from lions or tigers. But do they have a they're, similar they're cousins. They're like cousins. Yeah. The distant cousin that you never knew. So like do a lot of the big cats? I wonder if, I wonder if, hmm, so domestic cats, right? They love, they they love to, like house cats, they love to kill shit, right? We've already talked about that. In the wild, like just thinking about it, their cousins, the lions or the cheetahs, when they go on a hunt, they're expending a lot of energy. They're doing it to survive. Yeah, they're surviving. I think cats realize as they were domesticated that they don't need, to hunt or survive because they have food provided to them regardless. So they decided to just use that spare time to just start being yeah. murderous. <laughs> I mean, it's a wow. natural instinct for them to want to hunt. Mm-hmm. But if you notice, 90% of the time they don't eat, but they hunt. Yeah. So now if, say, lions or something, big cats had, like, plenty of food would they just like kill it all, or do they tip? Would like in the wild, do they typically just kill what they can eat? They kill what they can eat. They'll kill when they can, so they have you know enough yeah. food to keep them healthy for the long periods mm. that they won't eat without overexpending energy. Exactly. Yeah. Cats know domesticated cats know that they're going to eat every single day that aren't stray. So they they don't really have to worry. Even feral cats, I feel like are. Even though they're feral, they're still hunting for pleasure because they eat and then they're fine, but the instincts kick in that they want to hunt. So, And there's a lot of critters. Like, just thinking about, like, the woods. 
I mean, I know there's plenty of animals in Africa, but thinking about like one cat and like the woods back there and all the mice that might be there versus like a pack of lions hunting a pack of zebras. So, so easy for that cat to just go out there and kill like 10 mice exactly. real quick. You know what I mean? It takes less energy. You don't, yeah. there's not much fight. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, a zebra is what? 3000 pounds. Yeah. And kicking, running. Exactly. And a zebra can easily kill a a lion with a good kick. Like, that lion is fighting for its life, even even though it's hunting. So it's fighting to feed itself to survive, and it's fighting to not be killed (laughs) hunting. Thinking about, yeah, zebras and lions also just made me think of one last thought I'll add to you is one more animal to my feared animals list is hippo. <laughs> They're crazy. Boy. I would love to see one though in the wild in natural habitat. They're crazy. I know. One thing people don't realize, I think, is how fast they swim. Terrifying. Or run. Terrifying. Out of oh, water. Oh, yeah, they move. They run. They move, yeah. <laughs> like, they will catch you up and crush you. And they got stamina. Yeah. They're not just big blubber things. <laughs> no, they're freaking muscle under yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, they fool you, so. With those teeth. It's funny, when people are going to look at their remains later down, like, if they never, like, saw pictures of them, mm-hmm. and they're, they're skin skeletons, they're going to, like, think it's some type of creature, carnivorous, mm. maybe not carnivorous, but some type of creature that, I don't know, is crazy, weird, like, muscular yeah. looking. Yeah, and, like, they're not going to put, like, a layer of fat on there. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if we have that with, like, some dinosaurs. I think you we know, do. Where it's just like, oh, we're way we off think, on we that. Because we can't, you know, identify, like, depth markers of, you know, where the fat layer, the muscle layer, skin... And, you know, did they have any other features like cartilage that doesn't show up always, like, in fossils? So was there cartilage holding something on to, like, else, like a horn? Like, I mean, not a horn because I'd show up, but, like, feathers and, I don't know, weird things. Yeah, dinosaurs are cool. I know. Should you do a whole episode on dinosaurs? I'd be down to talk <laughs> about dinosaurs. I love the dinosaurs. T- uh, what is it? I want them the to come T-Rex. back. What's that? The T-Rex couldn't run, I think. Couldn't run? They think the, yeah, I think they now think the T-Rex. He's more scavenger. Couldn't run. He was more of like a scavenger, yeah. Which was little tiny ass arms, you know, just. Yeah. Two little forks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Awesome. All right. Well, that's a good intro to cats. Mm -hmm. Um, Hmm. Cats are weird. Cats are weird. So, all right, cool. Well, thank you. We'll see you next Um, week. And, yep, we'll see you next week. All right. Awesome. All right. Sorry, I'm a little loopy. <laughs>